This is WKSU News. I'm Jeff St. Clair. There's a little bit of Neanderthal in all of us. That's not meant as an insult. New research is shedding light on our ancient cousins and how their legacy lives with us today. Now we unravel the threads that bind us to our inner Neanderthal. Nancy Lucan is one of around 12 million people worldwide who've had their DNA sequenced by the company 23andMe. See if I can remember my password. Her ancestry is charted on the website. 38% British and Irish, 26% French and German. Looking further back. And then there's Scandinavian, Eastern European, like the Ukraine it looks like. And looking way back, Lucan was surprised to find traces of Neanderthal lineage. Well, I felt a little special. (laughs) Actually, it's not that special. Everyone has some Neanderthal DNA, around 2% for people from Europe and Asia, less for Africans. We know that because in 2010, an international team took on the formidable task of sequencing DNA taken from 40,000-year-old bone fragments belonging to three Neanderthal individuals and comparing it to modern humans. Nick Patterson, a researcher at the Broad Institute at MIT and Harvard, was part of the effort. He says our ancestors emerging from Africa met and mated with Neanderthals, and we carry remnants of that encounter. There's more Neanderthal DNA on the planet today than there ever was when Neanderthals were around, because it's all living in us. His colleague, Sriram Shankara Raman, now at UCLA, helped date the interaction to around 55,000 years ago. He says overall, their genes didn't fit. On the whole, Neanderthal DNA was bad for us. And he says our genome spent generations trying to get rid of it. He says Neanderthal DNA in some populations is associated with type 2 diabetes. A recent paper shows that a major risk factor for severe COVID is inherited from Neanderthals. Other researchers, however, have found that Neanderthal DNA bolstered our immune system in ways that may have benefited us 55,000 years ago. But Shankara Raman discovered what he calls deserts in our genome that don't contain any Neanderthal DNA, genes involved in reproduction, and genes that control speech and language. Those deserts of Neanderthal ancestry are really interesting places in our genome because they might point us to places which are important for uniquely human functions in some sense. He cautions not to draw too many conclusions about Neanderthal DNA, since it only makes up a small proportion of individual genes. The fact that we carry it at all opens a window into the distant past. Bruce Hardy is an archaeologist at Kenyon College in Gambier, Ohio, who studies Neanderthals. He says they were anatomically different than us. A quick test you can do to see if you're a Neanderthal is slap your forehead. If you can do that, and you hit something, you know you're a modern human. Neanderthals had huge brow ridges, but no forehead to speak of, although their brains were actually larger than ours. They were heavily built, stocky, and barrel-chested. But Hardy made a discovery at a cave in France that showed Neanderthals were both dexterous and could count. It was a tiny fragment of string. Hardy says the three-stranded fiber twisted in opposite directions has loads of implications. You've got the idea of sets and numbers. That's basic numeracy, understanding basic numbers, basic math. Having string also implies that Neanderthals could make rope, bags, nets, mats, and Hardy says, even outfitted boats. New discoveries in Spain show Neanderthals were experimenting with cave art long before our ancestors arrived. For Hardy, 
This adds up to a new appreciation of Neanderthal culture. We're dealing with a different looking human, but they can't be acting that differently. Archaeologist Rebecca Rag Sykes is author of the book Kindred, Neanderthal Life, Love, Death, and Art. She says thinking about the lives of women from so long ago helps us imagine the outcomes of sex with Neanderthals. Those mothers raised babies that were different from either parent. So that suggests that they're not, you know, complete social outcasts and that those hybrid babies are not being killed. Um, at least some of them aren't. So there is some kind of indirect evidence there for some sort of acceptance. Still, Neanderthals died out around 10,000 years after modern humans arrived. We'll likely never know why. Although a little bit of them lives on in all of us. I'm Jeff St. Clair, WKSU News.